Hello, everybody. Dallas Johnson, I hope you're doing well. I'm the lead instructor of the Automobile Dealer Training Association. And in this podcast, I want to talk about some rules that have been proposed and are going to be evaluated by the state of Texas for licensed motor vehicle dealers. So in a nutshell here, I want you to be aware that the Texas legislature meets every other year. And whenever they meet, they will create laws. And what these laws allow boards to do is basically create and uh, revise rules. So there's a lot of new rules that are being proposed. And just to kind of give you an idea here, the rules go into effect normally on September First of every year. So the rules that are being proposed right now for new motor vehicle dealers, when I say new, I mean someone getting their license for the first time and currently licensed dealers will go into effect on September 1st of 2023. So, you know, if these rules go into effect, which I I do uh, believe some of them are going to go into effect, uh, I believe they could be altered a little bit as well, but uh, we will certainly update the course. Right now, when you take that course at TexasDealers.com, it is currently compliant with all state laws, has been evaluated multiple times by the Texas Department of Motor Vehicles and is approved by the Texas Department of Motor Vehicles to provide, you know, to meet your dealer pre-license training requirement. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So a lot of rules have changed and you may or may not be aware of this. There's been an incredible amount of fraud in our industry here in the last couple of years, especially with temporary tags. Okay, so now they are uh, changing some rules, and uh, they're going to change some licensing requirements for anyone that holds a dealer's license or is going to apply for a dealer license in the state of Texas. And these proposed amendments are necessary to prevent and deter fraud in the application process and to implement recently adopted fingerprint requirements, uh, hopefully prevent customer abuse and improve public safety. And it's also going to clarify existing licensing requirements as as well. So. A few years ago, just to kind of give you an idea of where we're at here, a few years ago, the Texas Department of Motor Vehicles streamlined and completely simplified the license application process to obtain a dealer license in the state of Texas, which is what we commonly call a GDN, a gross distinguishing, a general distinguishing number. Uh, So, however, to obtain a general distinguishing number, that's a dealer's license. A lot of bad actors have recently provided false information, such as fake identity documents, fictitious lease agreements, and fake photographs. Of their business premises. Now, these bad actors can have been basically operating virtually out of an existing unrelated business, such as restaurants, gas stations, convenience stores that do not meet the statutory requirements of an established permanent business location under the state law. So even if a business location is properly established, these bad actors frequently abandon the licensed business location once a dealer license is obtained or they post a sign stating that the business is only a point is only open by appointment only to discourage customer visits and also hinders department of motor vehicle investigations and it also impeded law enforcement activities. So I want to talk about this. You are listening to the Dealer Training podcast with Dallas Johnson. Additionally, you know a lot of bad actors have have used hidden storage lots to facilitate criminal acts, making it difficult for the Department of Motor Vehicles to hold them accountable as well. So bad actors then use a dealer license to facilitate a broad range of crimes, including fraud, theft, and money laundering. So bagged actor actor license holders also use their dealer license to print fraudulent temporary tags. So, you know, these bad actors have been able to print fraudulent temporary tags enabling criminals to operate stolen vehicles and facilitate crimes such as human and drug trafficking. Human trafficking has actually taken place uh, by persons that fraudulently obtained 
Texas dealer's licenses. So, you know, criminals used fraudulent temporary tags registered under fake names and addresses to hinder law enforcement's ability to trace vehicles. Fraudulent temporary tags were also used to operate motor vehicles that violate environmental and safety regulations, thus endangering the public safety as well. In addition, fraudulent temporary tags have been used to avoid paying registration fees, which actually fund the construction and maintenance of the state's highway. So, you know, when you pay those registration fees on a vehicle, that is helping build roads throughout the state of Texas. So they were basically avoiding that. Uh, and that, that also includes county road and bridge projects. So to prevent dealer fraud in the Texas dealer license application process, the Department of Motor Vehicles has adopted new rules. First of all, you have to get fingerprints. Uh, this was a brand new requirement to win in this year. And, you know, basically the state wants to make sure that you didn't just get out of prison for robbing a bank. You know, they want to make sure that you are of a high level of ethical standard, you know. So that, that, that became effective on September 1st of 2022. So the department is now proposing to amend existing rules to reinstate certain licensing requirements that were eliminated back in 2012. So about 10 years ago, they really streamlined the process of how to obtain a dealer's license in the state of Texas. And now they are going to add, add some of those provisions back to kind of tighten tighten the strings up here just a little bit and hopefully deter fraud in the dealer license application process. So applicants for a new dealer license as well as existing license holders may inadvertently or potentially fail to comply or fail to continue complying with requirements for an established permanent place of business. So you've got to meet all the rules and guidelines. And hopefully if you do decide to choose us as your Texas dealer license training partner, we'll go into those regulations extensively. But I want to talk about some of these new rule proposals. So when the Department of Motor Vehicles evaluates an application and it's concerned whether a business location meets the requirements, you know, the department assists an investigator to visit that business location. And based on the department's review of thousands of applications and the results of hundreds of these investigations, the Department of Motor Vehicle identified a lot of public safety issues regarding business premises. And so now we do have some new rules to reinstate certain requirements that were eliminated in 2012 that directly affect public safety and welfare. So this is kind of what we're talking about here. Additionally, the department identified premises requirements, which could be clarified to enable dealers and applicants to more easily determine if they comply with existing rules. So it's important with the increasing frequency of dealer license applicants and holders are failing to comply with their local zoning establishment. So as we talk about in your dealer training class, you have to meet all local zoning for your dealer's license. And if you're looking into to getting into this business, you can certainly find out zoning uh, by contacting your city hall, ask for planning and zoning, or if you're in a rural area, you can contact your county. And you always want to make sure, no matter what, that the building or the location that you're using meets local zoning. The law is very clear on this, and a lot of dealers have not been meeting local zoning. So the DMV is proposing three new requirements for dealers to hopefully deter the fraud application process and prevent fraud and public abuse of dealer's licenses. The first proposal is to require a dealer license applicant to list a manager or other bona fide employee in the application if the license is owned by an out-of-state owner or by an owner that will not be present during business hours at the established location. And it does have to be a permanent place in the state of Texas. So this requirement is going to allow the department to identify and appropriately investigate the background and criminal history record of the authorized business representative who will be physically present at the business location. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. And once again, I want you to be aware, these are proposals. So the, the Board of Use Motor Vehicle Dealers in Austin will take a look at these and they will probably hammer out a couple of changes. But normally when I see a rule proposed, the majority of that rule does stay in effect. The Board does have some leeway 
and you are allowed public comments. So if you're a currently licensed dealer, you can certainly submit your comments to the board and they will evaluate your comments. I always recommend all currently licensed dealers submit comments to the board on rules because you may or may not agree with some of these. And uh, your you being a licensed dealer, you will have some say-so, at least uh, when it comes to testimony. So the second proposal requires the dealer license applicant to designate an owner or representative that's going to have access to the temporary tag database account. So, you know, we had a lot of uh, everybody and their brother had access under a dealer's number to the temporary tag systems. And that was a big problem, which created a lot of fraud. There was too many persons that had access to the temporary tag system. So now on your new dealer license application, you're going to have to designate either an owner or a specific representative uh, from your dealership that will have access to the um, to the temporary tag system. So this amendment is proposed to implement dealer responsibilities regarding a dealer's authorization for temporary tags. So that's something they want you to be aware of. Now, the third main component of the new rule proposal requires applicants to provide information related to insolvency, including outstanding or unpaid debt. You know, the state wants to make sure that you're financially secure because many times you're going to have complete oversight over these very large financial transactions. And a lot of times, you know, when you have a dealer's license, it's just you and one person in a room doing a transaction. So you've got a lot of ethical responsibility because most of the vehicles you sell are going to be worth several thousands of dollars. And, you know, this is many of your customers, it's going to be their largest investment in their and second only their home. And if they rent their home, this is their home's largest investment. So many times it's going to be you and a customer and you're going to have complete oversight over these very extensive financial transactions. So the state wants to make sure not only that you're a high level of ethical standards, and that's one reason why we have to get our fingerprints, but they want to make sure that you haven't had multiple foreclosures of homes and repossessions of cars. You know, they want to make sure they're not giving a dealer's license to someone that's, you know, renting a $100 a month apartment with like $300,000 in credit card debt. So you have to uh, let them know your judgments or liens and things like that so they can evaluate your financial trustworthiness and stability as required concerning your financial fitness for licensure. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Also, the uh, the proposed amendments are going to allow the department to require any other informational documents necessary to review and investigate your application. Now, uh, also, it deletes a reference to concealed handgun licenses because those are no longer available. Obviously, anybody can carry a weapon. So, in the old in the old rules, they actually had some uh, references to uh, hand uh, concealed carry handgun licenses. So, they're going to clarify some of that as well. You know, I do also want you to be aware under this proposed rule. Uh, it's going to actually require that any dealer's office, whether you are retail or wholesale, cannot be open by appointment only. You have to have designated hours that you're open so your customers are always going to know, you know when you're accessible, whether they've got questions about a vehicle they want to purchase from you or maybe they've got questions about a vehicle they've already purchased from you. You have to be accessible to your customers. So you definitely want to be aware of that part of the rule as well. And also, they're going to change it. Uh, in the past, the law was very clear. It said you had to have an answering machine. Well, nobody's got answering machines anymore. Uh, they're changing that language to voicemail. So that's going to, you know, on these real proposals, they'll basically upgrade language as well. But, uh, you know, they basically want a caller to be able to speak to a natural person or leave a message during the weekday hours of 8 to 5. And once again, these amendments are going to be needed to deter fraud and prevent possible customer Abuse. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Now, also, they want to make sure uh, that you're very aware. Wholesalers are obviously only allowed to sell vehicles to other dealers. Now, a big problem that we've had here 
if someone, especially an out-of-state person, will get a wholesale license and they'll take vehicles and sell them to customers all over the place that didn't have dealer's license. A big part of the fraudulent uh, process of wholesalers is actually selling vehicles to a person that doesn't have a license. So if you have a wholesale license, obviously the state law is very clear everywhere in every state, not just Texas, you can only sell vehicles to other licensed motor vehicle dealers. So now under this new rule, this is going to require wholesales po- wholesalers post a sign on the building that says purchasers must be licensed dealers. So you actually have to uh, create signage if you're a wholesaler. And if this rule goes into effect, which I bet this rule is going to go into effect, I bet this portion of this proposed rule will go into effect. So in the future, if you're a wholesaler, you have to have a sign that says purchasers must be licensed dealers. So I do want you to be aware of that as well. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Now, also, they're going to change some of the requirements uh, on the definition of a building. So you have to have a permanent roof and exterior walls. So they want to make sure you're not operating out of some just open space, you know. Uh, And also, they want to make sure that you have at least seven foot high walls. So we've had a lot of dealers that didn't really have an office that were basically operating out of garages. And so the state always wants to make sure that your office is a safe, conducive environment for the sale of motor vehicles. They don't want you, you know, filling out some title next to some car in a garage up on some jack. So they have clarified that the walls in your office have to be at least seven feet high. They're going to hopefully write that into it. And these will, these will be in effect if you remodel that business as well. So, uh, you know, also they are, uh, I guess a lot of law enforcement has found out that a lot of the fraudulent activity for dealers in the past is when someone had a dealer's license, say, for example, at a restaurant, gas station, or a convenience store. So they've clarified this. If you do have a dealer's license at a restaurant, an office, or a convenience store, your office has to have a separate entrance that does not require a dealer's customer to pass through the other unrelated business. I want to repeat that real quick. If you're going to be in a restaurant, gas station, or convenience store, you cannot have a dealer's license there unless you have a separate entrance that does not require a dealer customer to pass through the other unrelated business. So law enforcement officers have told the Department of Motor Vehicles that restaurants, gas stations, and convenience stores are more likely than other businesses located to be used to commit fraud, crime, including trafficking in drugs, guns, and people that this temporary tag fraud has allowed. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So once again, uh, hey, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. My name is Dallas Johnson. I am the lead instructor of the Automobile Dealer Training Association, and we are approved to provide your dealer license training. So the, if you do decide to take the dealer training, uh, you can just click on the enroll button there at the texasdealers.com website. If you've never taken an online class before, it's just like watching YouTube videos. So you'll you'll register, pay your tuition, $149, and then you'll create a username and password, and you just start watching videos of me, basically. So uh, uh, the it's a very, very in-depth course. And once you've taken the course, not only are you going to be prepared and confident and ready to apply for your license correctly, but you're also going to know how to run your new business. So you can go to texasdealers.com. You can watch all six hours today, or if you want to watch an hour today, a couple hours tomorrow, three hours next week. It will track your progress. And the great thing about the law in Texas regarding dealer education, you'll never take that training again. So once you take that training, you'll get your certificate of completion, and it will never expire. So it never expires. you got to hang on to that, though, because you're going to need that when you do eventually apply for your license. So I certainly do appreciate you listening to the podcast today. My name is Dallas Johnson, and if you're interested in taking that training, it is at texasdealers.com. Thank you very much, and I want to wish you the very best of luck in your new business. 